All right, we are back with our next episode of Do You Have Five Minutes? And I have Lindsay Rutherford. So thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, and we have these fancy new microphones, which are so cool. Shout out to first grade. Thank you very much. Love them. I know, I know. So we should be super clear. Um, so how was your long weekend? It was good. It's always way shorter than you think, but it was good. We're not very productive and just enjoyed our time outside. So same. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, got a couple naps in, so that's yeah. always good. <laughs> <Jealous>. uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to visit with you because you do something kind of cool in your classroom. And I believe your team is also doing something called a loop. Yes. Um, so talk to us about that and why you do that and kind of where that idea came from. I kind of what it is, is it's just a way I feel like that students can check themselves. Um, so I don't have to be there with them all the time if I'm working in their small group, but basically we'll take a skill. So this week we're working on two digit by two digit multiplication and I'll have a problem at the bottom of the sheet and then they will work that problem two digit by two digit, find their answer and their answer is on another piece of paper that has a problem on it. So I always talk to them, they know they got the answer right if they see their answer posted around the room. If they can't find it, then they know they've probably made a mistake and that would be a time when they get help from a classmate or maybe raise their hand if they need help from me and we kind of look and see what they've done. But it's just a great way of them self-checking themselves. They work the problem, usually compare their answer with their partner and then find their answer and then go to that next problem, solve it and then hope they see the answer again and then just make it all the way back to where they started and they love it because they think they like to see who's done first but that's not always the goal we're just trying to find the problems but the kids love it and think that they're playing a game really <laughs> absolutely so is that something you just came up with or is it something that you saw somewhere or where well, the idea come from so we, we have trouble with subtraction across zeros in fourth grade so i had seen somebody like post problems around the room and that was like self-checking so i was like well if we could like self-check but on another problem so we kind of started this when we were working on subtraction with zeros as a way for them to self-check themselves because it was a skill they were missing up a lot on and i was usually always in my small group so once we saw how well it went i kind of have taken that and like we usually use it for every unit so we'll do a division one and we're in multiplication right now and we do it sometimes with like problem solving word problems and um, so i can just take the format that i have and just change it to anything perfect so it's kind of like taking that concept of a scoot and and changing we, it yes. into a loop changing it to a loop and they can check themselves. And I'm, cause sometimes with the scoots, they can't always check themselves. Mm -hmm. And so this way they always know that they're right or wrong on the spot. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you've got kiddos and they're like really struggling, not finding the answer, what's kind of your rule of thumb when you're working with a small group, like three before me, or what do you normally do there? I always, I usually always make enough problems. The loops, I usually have at least 12 different problems posted around the room so that if we're with partners, we're fairly spread out and I don't have multiple groups at one. Um, so if they cannot get it, usually you're with a partner and if both of them are struggling and cannot figure out, I'll let them ask another group usually who's next to them. Um, and if not, I just have them raise their hand and I will often be like, come to me and let's sit really quick to go over it because if they're not getting that one problem, they're not gonna be able to continue on since it is a loop. So I try to intervene like right there on the spot with them. Absolutely. All right. Well, one more thing before we finish up. So you've done a lot with goal setting. As a matter of fact, we kind of went whole school and it kind of started with fourth grade math. So how's it going this year? Have you adapted, changed anything? It, it's going really well. I feel like now that we've done it whole school, they come to us kind of already having like, oh, 
I know this. We did this in third grade. So we're just kind of building off of that. Um, I did change this year. I assign IXL lessons for them weekly. And so we've kind of started a new thing. We've been tracking their IXL growth each month, but this is them tracking their lessons weekly. So they can like go and put like checks or stickers on their completed lessons. And I can easily see like, oh, we need to go back and finish this one or not. So kind of letting them take ownership of their assignments as well. And then setting goals within that. Like I, my goal is to have all nine of them finished by this week or, um, or seeing, oh, I did not finish this one because it was hard. So they can kind of see that like right there on the spot, which I've loved changing this year. Absolutely. Well, we, I know, have really embraced it whole school and we've seen a lot of success as a result. So we thank you for that work and glad to hear that you're having success this year. And that takes us to the end of our five minutes. So I appreciate your time and sharing a little bit about what goes on in your classroom. Well, thank you. All right. Well, till next time.